Ant Hill Past Memories from the Ant Hill and District Preservation Society. My name is Mariella Cook and I'm conducting this interview on behalf of the Ant Hill Past Memories Project. The date is the 14th of December 2023. Today I'm interviewing Sue Rutt. The interview is being held at Ant Hill Methodist Church. Could you confirm the spelling of your surname, please? Yes, it's R-U-T-T. Thank you very much. And did you have a previous or other name? No, that's my... That's your name. Yes. And when and where were you born? I was actually born in Westing in Bedfordshire. But the reason I'm doing this is because my great-grandparents, Henry and Priscilla Daniels, they were first at the village stores in Clophill, but then when he finished that, they lived at Two Park Hill, which is a large white house, which I believe was the residence of the police, the superintendent. They had quite a number of children. My grandmother, Emily, she died when my father was two, and Nellie, I think it was Ellen, Nellie they called her, died 1918, left four children as orphans. They were Les Dix, who was a director of pets, C and J Dix, Cyril and John Dix, who ran the DIY store, and mid Helen and Miriam Hudson, uh, who did help out there, but they were all my father's cousins. My father spent much time with them, and they were all brought up by great aunt Lily, who, because she was over 21, but she was the youngest in the family, who later lived at 49 Bedford Street, Ampton. We used to go up there early, every early autumn to go blackberrying in the park. At the time of the sister's death, another great aunt, Laura, made a sampler, which is still in the possession of the family. We think Emily did one too, but it's been lost. And we have a an autograph album of great aunt Lily and photos and also these letters Emily sent from Belfast when she worked there. The sister's death was a flu after the First World War. Her husband had already died and Auntie Mid was born posthumously. She remembered my father's mother, but not her own mother, being older than my father. When Emily married, which was, I think, 1917, Kate Catherine Smith of Gloucester House gave her a watercolour of Clophill Woods. I have a copy also have it on disc and would have liked to reproduce it as a card. According to Andrew Underwood, which I investigated, another small watercolour by Catherine Smith is in the records office of the Furs about the time the trees were taken down. I think that was the First World War. In Pex, I think Laura knows a lot about this. There was a salesman, Algie Taylor, who used to call when we lived in Westerning. And my father used to visit these stores sometimes Saturday because uh, his cousin was involved. And this man called, used to call my father the governor, he used to say anything for the governor because he used to know him, you see, <laughs> better than my mother, of course. And other people were perhaps involved with pecs as well. Great Aunt Lily married in midlife Bill Hudson, who was superintendent of police force in Amptill. Uh, they lived in the White House opposite, and she nursed his wife and then... Eventually, she became his second wife. Um, so I've got a photo of that. And there used to be a lock-up, I think a cell opposite mm. or something, lock-up cell there. Um, when the coronation was on at the cinema, there was a neater in Amstel. I think my father saw it in 1953. 
I visited the old Cheshire home, the large house, you know, the big house, Ampthill Park, as two friends were doing work experience there, which I've never forgotten. And you could see this from the train. When I later worked in Bedford, when I came back from Bedford, you could see it sometimes um, out of the train. Thinking about my work, because I became a librarian, I helped out occasionally at the old library in Saunders Peace, coming from Bedford as a relief worker in the late 1960s, early 70s, a very basic, just one large room, loo and sink round the back. So you had to go round the back to go to the toilet, make the tea. And that was an interesting experience. Uh, the other shop I do remember was Mr. Butterton's. There was a Butterton senior, Butterton new, junior, I think. <laughs> uh, the older man used to come to my great aunt's in old age to try shoes on and things. And I also visited the shop with my nephew when he was a boy. He needed some clothes. So I don't know what they did other than menswear, but they obviously did ladies' shoes. Uh, that's really my that's experience around Amtil. Well, I'll just take you back, right back to being. Can you tell us when you were born? I was born in 1950. So okay. some memories of the path that's of that fine. go back to the 50s perhaps the early 60s with the yeah. Cheshire home, yeah. the late 60s, early 70s with the library, the old library, you know. Yes, it's, it's really by association, Mike, with a lot of people who I always think it's rather amazing that these children were left as orphans and yet yeah. they contributed such a large yeah. part to Amptil. Yeah. Amptil was their life, really. Yeah. And my great aunt, she did a great work in, in yeah. looking after them. Yeah, Thank you she, very much indeed. Yeah. Amptill Past Memories is recorded and produced by the Amptill and District Preservation Society with editing and production support from Radiolab 97.1 FM at the University of Bedfordshire. <laughs>